Honey, the podcast. Hey, honeybees. Hello. Tiffany and Allison back for another episode of the Sweet Ass Honey Podcast. Ba-ba-da. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we just wanted to tell you guys thank you so much to all of our honeybees for liking and commenting and sharing and subscribing. And we love the feedback that we get on social media and emails with y'all just talking about how impactful that's been Allison's word this week, impactful. And that there's takeaways from the things that we talk about that resonate with y'all. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing those things with us. And it gives us a little encouragement to do it for another week. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. It is a good time. A good time. A good time indeed. And a good time was had by all. Oh my. Well, that was it. Okay, well, we see what kind of mood Allison is in today, so I will be leading the conversation today. Uh, And uh, we are... Okay, so something that we've been talking about in... It's come up in conversation today in particular, but it's something that we always kind of go back and forth with because technically we should be considerate of what happens with children because there are children tied to our lives in various ways. Um, You know, Allison's sisters have kids and some of them are younger. Some of them are older. Some of them are older than she is. Um, Some of them have really little ones. Yeah. Um, Now I even have, we we have great nieces and nephews now. Yeah. I'm not old enough for that. Family dynamic. My family dynamic is, is, is weird though. So yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So something that we have been talking about, especially it's come up in conversation today, is our child-free lifestyle and how we came upon the decision not to have children and kind of how we got to that place and even, you know, some of the ways that we uh, feel about maybe some people's choices to parent and things like that. So we're just going to touch base on that. So, honey, just for the people that don't know, um, what would you consider to be a child-free lifestyle? The best lifestyle. No, uh, for us, the best lifestyle. So we we do not have children. We do not desire to have any children Um, in our marriage. We want to focus on us and just be... For us, that creates a happy atmosphere and environment. Right. So, something that I think is interesting, like according to our friends at Wikipedia, voluntary childlessness, also described by some as being child-free, is a voluntary choice not to have children. That's her psychologist's voice. (laughs) The usage of the term child-free to describe people who choose not to have children was coined in the English language in the late 20th century. So we identify with that because we do not want children. We are Mm -hmm. a married lesbian couple. There's two vaginas. There's two wombs. And we would prefer to keep them unoccupied. And And luckily, we don't have to add any additional medicines or contraceptives or anything like that in order to keep it that way. Right. There's no oops, which is great. (laughs) Where are we on the topic of, like, on the male birth control front right now (laughs) (laughs) like as as a whole so i know that um there have been lots of strides made towards it Mm -hmm. 
but it's still completely viewed as a woman's responsibility, which I think is complete and utter bullshit. That is absolutely insane, especially considering the fact that two people have a choice in the matter. Two people can take preventative cautions um, against accidental pregnancy or even unwanted pregnancy. And uh, yeah, two people make that choice and one of them can get to walk away from that no matter what, even though two people hopefully consensually made a decision and mm-hmm. this was a product of that decision. And I think that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Yeah, there's that. Um, Luckily, we don't have to deal with it. Well, so true. Uh, but still, just for, you know, everybody is not Yeah, we, we, a. yeah, I feel very, very fortunate in that. Yes. Uh, that... I don't have to add anything additional to my body. I don't have to have anything inserted unless it was to help with, you know, like uh, cramps or something like that. It would be my choice to do so, Mm -hmm. not like, you know, because I didn't want to have kids. Right. I don't know. Still just kind of prepping your body as a preventative measure. Right. So that you can just enjoy sex for the enjoyment of sex. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, so that's so, a pretty good explanation. So yeah. wh- how did you come to that conclusion? How long have you known that you didn't want children? Or is that something that you've always known? No, no. Like when I was younger, um, it kind of goes along with the stereotypical what people expect of you. Mm-hmm. So I expected to go to college and you're going to meet your husband there because that's what my parents did. Get and your then MRS you're gonna, degree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to uh, MRS, Mrs. You've never heard for those that of y'all who oh. didn't. No. Uh, I, I hadn't heard that until no, you said it at one point. Um, so to, to meet my husband there, although at the time, I, like when I started college, I was already dating somebody. So, um, and then to like you're just supposed to have babies like that's what people tell you you're supposed to do so like that was just the expectation Mm -hmm. and being the youngest of three and like my parents tried very hard to have me like were a week out or um you know a couple weeks out from doing in vitro fertilization to have me when they conceived I don't know it was just uh that was the expectation that's what I was gonna do Mm -hmm. and then when I realized that, oh, shit, you don't actually like guys. I was like, oh, well, now I can't have them, so it doesn't matter anyway. Like, my viewpoint was lesbians don't have kids Mm -hmm. uh, because I was so sheltered and just um, unaware Mm -hmm. of all the different things and ways, Mm -hmm. and that wasn't necessarily the case. Um, My first girlfriend did want kids, and I was like, oh, so we can still do that? Okay. Uh, and I was just like, okay, well, we can still do kids. Cool. Cause I was still in the mindset of that's just what you do. You just have kids. Like mm-hmm. everybody, you're supposed to have kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then slowly but surely started to realize I would rather not from, you know, interacting with the small children in her life and mm-hmm. interacting with all of the uh, small children in my life, mm-hmm. and I love. Don't get me wrong, I love them. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the patience or desire mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would much rather spend my time, my money, my energy mm-hmm. on things that I want to do, mm-hmm. and not like running them around from 
ball field to ball field or piano lessons to this to that to whatever to so waiting around last minute. college yes okay <laughs> is that the roundabout way of saying that <laughs> what about you when did you figure out that you did not want children in your home I have never had the desire to have children I grew up feeling like I wouldn't like children hmm. or that I okay not that I would not like children but that I would not be a good candidate for motherhood um it wasn't something that felt very natural to me Mm -hmm. um it just you know and of course like I had a really kind of tumultuous mother-daughter dynamic growing up so you know that was just kind of like is is it always going to be this hard is it always going to be this difficult is the expectation that I'm going to be alone when I do this is the expectation always going to be that it's just going to be like work 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 there's no identity here I don't really get to do the things that I enjoy because Mm -hmm. this is my responsibility and that responsibility has to come first right So that was never something that I felt very connected to. I've always Mm. felt the connection. Like I always knew that I wanted a house full of animals of some sort. Right. Um, Same. But as far as like, and you know, like I still played with baby dolls when I was little and like to play with Barbies. Me too. Like wrap them up and swaddle them and hold them and play doctor with them and things like that. So it's not a lack of the nurturing spirit or like nurturing energy in me as much as it just never really felt like something that I wanted. Yeah, my my little baby dolls were just things that I could control and make do what I wanted to do, you know. Oh. It was more like I like would race them around the house in their stroller or whatever just to see how far I could push it down All the stairs my baby or something. Dolls had Munchausen's by proxy. They were just always hella sick all the time. They needed a lot of love and attention mm. um, all of the time. And yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was just not something, um, and... You know, and I don't, I don't want to project, but you know, like my mom was very young, you know, so I, I was kind of uh, surprised. Hey, what's yeah. going on? Uh, here to fuck shit up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what's up? It's your boy. Um, um, so you know, I, I think that that was definitely a learning curve. I gotcha for her and just having to completely drop what was happening in her life at the time. And right. be like, there's this whole other person. I have to figure out what the hell to do. What? Okay, I got this. What do I do with it? And so it was kind of like we grew up together Mm. and it was a lot of, you know, like it's difficult. It's hard when you don't have the foundation to make a conscious decision that this is something that I want. Here are the pros. Here are the cons. The pros outweigh the cons. I've got X, Y, and Z that I can make work. A, B, and C are concerns for me. And D, E, and F are things that we can figure out how to meet in the middle. And how many more letters are left? That's it. I oh, just okay. The nine. Um, and <laughs> you know, I mean, I think that that makes a huge, huge difference yeah. for the, cho- the, the the number one, just having a choice in the matter right. in being able to bring that into your life at a time where you feel ready and not mm. just like, here's a circumstance of my action, right? You know, here's a consequence. And now I just have to deal with the consequence. And that consequence is, Here's a whole person. Right. And that's that's a lot. Like, thinking about it and putting it in perspective, sometimes I forget, um, you know, the, how young your mom was. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like, my parents were so old mm-hmm. that your mom is close to my sister's ages. 
And yeah, that's a but both weird. Both of your sisters are older than she is. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. But yes. that's still a weird thing for me to mm-hmm. like. Like I imagine my sister She's trying baby. to raise yeah. me, mm-hmm. and that being the yeah. the mindset. And that's whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So I don't know. That's weird. Um, but why? What What do you think about like society's? you know, position on that and what kind of judgments and stuff do you get or what do people say to you? Oh, my whole life. Well, you'll change your mind when you get older. Oh, that's the worst. Because this is something I've always felt sure of. I'm just like, that is not something I want. No, thank you. There were girls that I was friends with in elementary school, middle school that are just like, you right. know, I would really love to be a mom one day. I'm just like, that's super cool. Like, Good for when you. are we going to recess? What else is going on? That's some weird shit you're talking about. Can't relate. Let's talk about something else. Like Lisa Frank right. stickers and gel pens. Because oh. that was my jam. Man, I like gel pens. Same. Yeah. So nice. I still like pens. Right. Anyway, uh, I, I definitely feel that. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, it was said to me this morning mm-hmm. um, by someone who I respect a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, and this person's opinion just in general I, I I like them, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the first thing that they have said that has rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Everything so how, else. What was the context of this conversation? How did that come up? <sighs> um, they said, "Oh, um, you and Tiffany don't have kids, right?" And I was like, "No, don't want any. You mm-hmm. know, we're we're good. We got lots of lots of dogs, though." Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was like, "Oh, well, you're young. You have, you know, you'll probably change your mind." And I was like, "No, I, you know, I have." lots of nieces and nephews Mm -hmm. and um they are were (laughs) the the best form of birth control for me Mm -hmm. uh to be like no thank you well that negates uh which i didn't know at the time fine Mm -hmm. so you know i we spend time with them and i get we get to be the cool aunt you know do stuff with them and then send them back home Mm -hmm. and uh she was like well do you even like kids and I was like, yeah, I mean, I like kids overall, like the concept of them as a whole. And I like to see their development and their mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. And I really like seeing kids learn and discover new things. Mm-hmm. I think that is cool. Mm-hmm. I just don't want them in my home and I don't want to be responsible for them as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was. that's, that's kind of how it, it came into the conversation and, and after you said that, what was the response at that point? Did um, they back down or did they still try to push? Well, no, no, it was still kind of a, well, they were like, well, it's different with your own kids. And I was like, people oh, have told me that no, all the not, time. Uh, um, you do not, women, you are <laughs> not broken if you have a vagina and you are just like, kids are not my thing. Yeah. It doesn't make you broken. Right. Even if you're a woman in the South or a person with a vagina in the South, still not broken. I don't know. And like it, it, it happens on a regular basis mm-hmm. when we talk about it and having to, um, cause I immediately texted you and was like, this happened again, mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used the word defend, right. uh, I, I had to defend our stance mm-hmm. and that's not. Like, people can accept, you know, us being a same-sex couple. They can accept all these different interracial couple. They can accept all these things. But you don't want kids? Uh, no. 
You'll change your mind. Mm-hmm. It's similar to like when I first came out, people were like, oh, no, yeah, it's probably just you a just phase. You haven't found the right man. Right, right. Like, uh, right. And it, it's kind of, it, it's kind of the similar mentality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this is like a stigma as a whole that, or people feel like it's their place to ask, you know, well, when are you guys going to have kids? And maybe that person's having fertility issues. Like mm-hmm. you just... I don't know. I don't think it's an appropriate question to ask. I agree. The same way that it wouldn't be appropriate to walk up to a trans person and ask them about their genitals. Like, what my reproductive health, my reproductive decisions, it's not your business. No. Your, so. or your you know, honeybees, your reproductive health, your decisions, what's going on in your pants, in your body, that is, you have agency over that. That is nobody's mm-hmm. business. It's not their life to control. Mm-hmm. Um, you have autonomy over yourself. And if that is not something that you choose to do that's perfectly okay right had a friend message me earlier today and she was talking about um the stigma between the stigma about being pregnant and like feeling obligated to enjoy a pregnancy no and it's like again it's your body like it's such a stigmatized Mm-mm. thing because everything miracle the miracle of childbirth no, and growing no. a baby in no, your body is no. beautiful See? this is what your body's for <laughs> and it's like no it's not it's it can not. feel really disgusting like, have you ever had a whole human in your abdomen before i have it's really weird. It is really See, weird. I can't. I can't imagine. It is and creepy shit. It is watching alien. My sister be pregnant um, a couple of times was, uh, or a few times rather, was was weird for me because, like, she was just sick all the time. Mm-hmm. And then asking my mom about it, my mom was sick all of the time. Mm-hmm. And like, none of their pregnancies were smooth. And so I always felt like if I ever. Uh, got pregnant that it would be it would be so such a negative experience for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all that, those would hate me. I had like the easiest, most beautiful, wonderful pregnancy. See, no, I feel delivery. like I would be the the fucking devil. Mm-hmm. I would be the devil because I would feel terribly the entire time. Oh. So and plus, I'm a little tiny. I don't have any hips to begin with, and mm-hmm. you expect something to come out of me? No. Fuck you. No, I'm good. Thank you. Mm. Um, See, I loved being pregnant, though. I loved it. I really, really <laughs> liked it a lot. Yeah. It was a little, it got weird sometimes, like, but just getting to know this other person's habits and mm. when their body is up and when they're active and when they respond to certain right. stimuli, it was really cool. But at the same time, it was like, okay, like, it's really cool that you're in there. Glad everything's working. It is time to go to sleep. That's enough. Night night. And then she'd be like, oh, but it's 4 a.m. This is playtime. I need to See, stretch my legs. And like if I yell at the dogs or, you know, say shut the fuck up or something <laughs> like that, there's zero psychological consequences for that because they still love me. I don't abuse them other than telling them to be quiet like that. It's <laughs> uh, not abuse. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they are really loud uh, on occasion. So it. I can just leave them out in the living room. Mm-hmm. They've got water. Uh, we feed them mm-hmm. on the reg. Like, mm-hmm. there's They're not going to be that psychological damage that if I told a child to shut the fuck mm-hmm. up and, because I am tired, I would right. get to that point to where I'm just so fucking tired. Mm-hmm. Please go to bed. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just shh. Yeah. I just couldn't like, and I, you know, I'm so cranky if I don't get my sleep. I know. I like even thinking about getting a puppy. Sometimes I'm like, 
Ugh. No, but puppies are so cute. They're adorable, and that's why they're so cute, oh, so that we don't are kill so them. Cute. Uh, anyway. They can get a puppy. But yeah, it happens on a regular basis. And. Are you ignoring my request for a puppy? <laughs> right now, yes, because we have too much going on already. Oh, what if I really want a puppy? We'll get one no, eventually. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, not, not anytime soon, though. Rude. I'm, I bet if I come home with a puppy, you'll love that puppy. Yes, I would. I and bet. I, if, I bet if I came home with a puppy, you'd be like, "Honey, you better take this goddamn puppy back." <laughs> like I know you did not bring. Is that a puppy? But look at it. Just hold it. I'd be like, "No, I'm not about to hold this little cute ass little ugly ass puppy." Hell nah. Babe, hold I'll it. Take this shit back where you got it from. I ain't got time See for it. the difference in us. I'd be like, ah. And then I'd be like, no, I'm just playing. You can't take that puppy. I would be really mad at you for a long time if you just came home with a that puppy. Would, I would, that would be so It would be so like, I would unfair. be like, thank you for my gift, but I'm really mad at you. Yeah, there's there's so much guilt associated <laughs> with that and manipulation. <laughs> <sighs> Don't do it. <laughs> See, y'all see how I was just playing when I said, let's get a puppy. Y'all should see the look on her face uh, right now. She's like, oh my gosh, new puppy smell. Uh, they, they have the best smell. Anyway. Oh, puppy breath. Oh, I love See, it. the way we talk about puppies is the way that some people talk about babies. Not my, not my thing. No. No, I'm no. good. No. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. And there's also that uh, stigma attached to people only wanting like one child too. Mm-hmm. Um, like a friend of mine, uh, messaged me on, uh, Instagram Mm -hmm. and was talking about how, um, you know, her, her mother-in-law and mom keep being like, when are you having another baby? When are you having another baby? And she finally like snapped at him and was like, I really didn't want this one to begin (laughs) with. Y'all are lucky you have this. Don't get me wrong. I love him. I love him. But. Y'all ain't getting no more. One but is enough. Thank you. We, we like just practicing, you mm-hmm. know, on making babies. We mm-hmm. don't want another one for real, for real. Mm-hmm. The only reason, like, she's considering even having another one is so that that child has someone to bond with or to be there to support him when they die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, if that's the only reason. I don't think that's a reason enough can, to have a baby. He could find, find somebody else. That's to, like, called make sure your baby is close with their cousin. Just go to a grief, a grief group. That's um, called <laughs> make sure that your baby and your puppies are well socialized. <laughs> See, so uh, I was like, good for you, girl. Like, mm-mm. And she, and she grew up in the South, too. So it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. There, I don't. I do not understand the pressure that is put on people to have children. I kind of get it a little bit, and I don't see how you didn't point this out, little miss, reformed Christian person, but be fruitful and multiply. Hello. Yeah. I can see that. I think that's the root of a lot of why people feel like they have to have these larger families that are more expansive and things like that. Personally, I think that it's not fair to have a child and then to have more children and expect the oldest child to be the one to take care of the subsequent children. Right. Had that relationship. Right. My brother and I fought like cat and dog for 10, 12 years. Now, I mean, like, we're thick as thieves now, but... 
me and I mean like we fought all the time because we had to spend so much time alone together where I had to be an authority figure to him and he was just like you are a kid shut up and then like we would like have to hash it out and I'm just like well I'm still the biggest right now so I'm gonna beat your ass (laughs) calm down you can either stay and get your ass beat or stay and get your ass beat can't beat his ass now I mean because he's big as hell but (laughs) he sure is you still held you could you like Thanksgiving a couple years ago you still held him like a little damn baby I love him. <laughs> six foot, what, two? Like, he's, like he's so one. tall. He's very tall. <laughs> he's just big, folded up on in, in his sister's lap. Nice, it was... Sweet, handsome boy. It was the goofiest him. shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, the sweetest and I had so many mixed emotions about that. everybody off. But I uh, adore him. I think that he's great. But... I'm really, really grateful that that relationship did not turn into resentment right. because, again, it was an authoritative figure. Right. I couldn't, you know, I was, it, it hindered me from being able to do a lot of things that might have been good for my growth socially with other people and things right. like that because I had to have my brother in tow. But again, other black people, it's the culture. Yeah. And then, like, I, I know that if I had a child... I would love said child, but I would also resent that child. Like, I would grow to resent it because of all the things that I could have been doing, but now I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of the time spending, doing all of, not only time, money, mm-hmm. it just, it's exhausting. Being a parent is exhausting. Mm-hmm. And watching my friends do that and having watched my sisters do that, I'm just, I just have zero interest. And something else that we get the luxury of, and I do think of it like a luxury, we get to be in our relationship and in our marriage because we love each other. Yeah. We don't have the outside pressure. Speaking of, speaking of our fur babies. <laughs> we don't have the outside pressure of having to try to make it work for right. the sake of our children. Right. Where we might not be in love with each other anymore. Right. We not we don't have that same spark because we don't have the time to connect. We don't have that time to devote just to our marriage and to each other and being connected to each other because we're so exhausted because we have to work and make sure that these other humans are okay and taken right. care of and doing the rest of that. <sighs> and I know myself well enough to know that I don't have the emotional capacity Mm -hmm. to do all of that right and be everywhere for everybody else especially as somebody that needs to have everybody be organized together all the time I could see me putting my own self-care on the back burner Mm -hmm. that would take a toll on my mental health and it would make me overall a really really unhappy person yeah I could totally see that uh and it just it taking that toll on a relationship and you see that like once we have this kid uh I feel like our relationship's gonna just be so much it's better kids. and I, like the people that go in with that mentality I'm like because they try to use what? the kids as the the glue, the glue. and not the and culmination not, yeah. yeah you can't do you have to be um solid in your own relationship mm-hmm. before you can bring another human being into mm-hmm. that or even like an animal into that Mm -hmm. like you still that's that those are like our children not that yeah and it still can be taxing and like you have disagreements on how you should you know do certain things Mm -hmm. like yeah it's i just i just don't anyway Mm -hmm. it's not for us it's not and that's okay and that's okay Mm -hmm. and uh you know i don't know how my my parents actually feel about us not having kids Mm -hmm. 
other than like I told him I was like they should be relieved there's enough right I I told him I was like look uh all y'all getting are you know grand puppies from us like we will not they give a shit be adding any more children uh sometimes I feel like and it could be my own projection but sometimes I feel like my mom would want to see like her genes in a child, in a child from me. Girl, you better go get some of her jeans, J E A N S, and put them on or something. Like I ain't got time for G E N E S jeans. Babe, I'm not putting on any of my seven year old mother's jeans. Sure you can. Moms who wear jeans to match their teens' jeans. Sure you could. I'm okay. Ask her about that sometime, and we can about me wearing her jeans. Absolutely not about grandchildren. <laughs> and see what she says. I'm gonna ask her about both. She. I cannot stand you. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Go ahead and take your sip of water. Take it away from the microphone so we ain't got to hear your swallowing noises. Nasty. So while you do that, I will read the text message that I sent and your response to the uh, work person asking you about children. I said, I really hate that. It's always some type of insinuation that something is wrong with women who don't want or like children. You can totally make the choice to live a child-free life and enjoy all that comes with the territory of freedom to be in a relationship or marriage purely for love. Enjoy having other people uh, to to be financially responsible for and even, like in my case, choose not to pass on any trauma slash mental illness slash familial instability onto another innocent human being. I feel very strongly about children in general, how they should be treated and raised, how they should be communicated with, how they should be loved, what they need to grow. I feel strongly that I don't enjoy their presence at certain ages and in most settings. (laughs) I feel strongly that they are brilliant, little inquisitive minds with hearts bigger than with what they know what with what they know to do. I feel strongly opposed to exposure to unscrupulous, loud, obnoxious, undisciplined, manipulative, ill-mannered children. (laughs) And I feel strongly about their protection. Motherhood is not for me. And I don't think it's for us. I was like... You know, and and that's about the way that I feel about that situation. I do feel very strongly about mm-hmm. children. Um, I do feel like they deserve stability. I feel like they deserve compassion. I feel like they deserve mentally healthy and fit humans to lead them through life. And that might mean that these people have gone through therapy. If they'll... You, premarital counseling is like a, a thing, you know, like that's something that a lot of people would suggest when you right. have been engaged, you can get a discount for getting a marriage license after you've completed a marriage counseling thing. Why is it not the same oh, if it's yeah. not just a natural birth um, type of uh, family expansion? So if you are adopting a child, you've got to go through home studies, you've got to take classes, you have to do all of these mm-hmm. things, especially geared toward, you know, same sex couples or couples that might be on the non-binary or queer scale. Um, more so than you would with straight couples. You know, I feel like they get a lot more leniency there and whatever. Yeah, they still go through all the the visits and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's it's but definitely like not as extensive. Right. Yeah. Um so I don't really I can't you just completely threw me off. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't know. And that's weird to me too, along those same lines, is that the uh like in 
where we live, um, we can completely, even if we did want to adopt, they can, uh, discriminate against us because mm-hmm. we are a same-sex couple too mm-hmm. which i'm just like what counseling year is it yeah so the premarital so counseling and- why do we not have the same thing for anybody that's just thinking about children why is like maybe let's go and talk to a therapist maybe they can help us with that you know and i hate to say pros and cons like it's like do we get a puppy or do we not well the babies might draw on the walls with crayons <laughs> and they poopy diapers and they are loud and sleepless nights and then pros are like, it's a baby. But why do we not pay more attention to the other things, the psychological effects? Does mental illness run in your family? Right. What about any other type of birth defects or genetic defects or anything like that that go on? Protecting is, your child against sexual predators. Exactly. Like, What's your family dynamic like? What is your support system like? Yeah. What is your own, you know, your own parental relationship like? How was your upbringing? If you have to go back and really analyze the interaction that you have between you and your parents, whether adopted, birth, whatever. Right. And then figure out how healthy of a person you are because there's a lot of things that you can pass on whether that's through genetics through actions are you constantly going to be fighting what you know fighting to do the opposite of what your parents did with you so are you really enjoying the experience of parenthood are you going to do exactly what your parents did with you is that positive is that negative have you experienced trauma is that something that you're going to look at and be like well i guess this is the way that i was brought up so this is all that i know so this is what i'm going to do or are you going to be like no that was bullshit we're going to put things in place to make sure that we afford them all the opportunities that they have and i feel like it's very haphazard it's not hard to get pregnant nope it is i mean just scientifically i mean just like it's about timing for for most people not people that are of course going through you know fertility issues and have issues with with conception right but in general just like the act of it is not difficult it's not hard to find somebody that's got the stuff that you need and for those things to come together at the right time and ta-da nine months later baby you don't need pre-qualifications for that you don't need to get a pre-approval to be able to have a baby now, it's hella policed if that happens and you need to get out of it. It's easier to prevent than it is to kind of circumvent. You know what right. I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, with, with heterosexual cisgendered people, for sure. You're, you're absolutely right. I don't think that any same-sex couples are getting pregnant. No, but, but there's also <laughs> so much, heterosexual there's also so much more thought that has to go into it on that end too. Because it's uh, so heavily regulated. Right. And expensive. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. expensive. So. But those are know. things to consider besides just, oops, we had a drunken one night stand and all of a sudden there's a person. What do we do? Yeah. <sighs> so. Yeah. Or even those, uh, you know, those same sex couples that, that do decide to to adopt or do you know have these children like what's the some of the time it is a a vanity thing like they want to see themselves in someone Mm -hmm. else um and like this little person or you know they truly do want to have a child but they don't think about all the psychological things that you just brought up i'm so sorry you having like a mini me is not enough of a reason to bring an entire other human being in to get over yourself Think about this person. It is not just a baby. It Mm-mm. is not just an extension of you. This is a human being that you are entrusted with, whether Mm-mm. you want it or not. The responsibility and the 
duty, the obligation to make sure that this person grows up to be a (laughs) functional, compassionate, kind member of society that treats people with respect, that has respect for themselves, that understands love and compassion. Hopefully you didn't end up birthing a psychopath or a sociopath, but hopefully they're capable of empathy (laughs) and sympathy and deductive reasoning. And, you know, all of those things, some of those things can be learned. Some of those things are just naturally occurring. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to consider all of those things. Yeah. Especially if you just ended up with an oops baby, you sure as shit don't have another one just to be like, well, we just don't want them to be alone. I don't know. Like the thought of a mini me, a, a small version of me scares the crap out of me. Like I would be so frustrated with that tiny little human being all of the time. Because mm-hmm. I remember how I was as a kid and what a know-it-all I was and Word? bringing. <laughs> it was even worse. It was worse than like because you know how like kids will be like, no, that's the answer. I know this is the answer because that's all that I know. Uh huh. That's like it was like an absolute oh, know it all. Like mm-hmm. it's either black or white. I did not understand the gray part of the spectrum at mm-hmm. all. And uh just arguing to be like, no, I'm right. Like this mm-hmm. is why I'm right. And man, me and that little that little shit uh, just I cannot imagine like oh, oh kids. no no no. Did you say oh little white kids? <laughs> So I'd be like, I'm about to beat your baby now. Like, I ain't oh. got time for none of that. You need to watch your mouth because I'm about to get her. Oh, you got in order to beat that baby, you got to be from New Orleans? Oh, I got to be from somewhere, baby, because oh, I'm about to geez. go and get a switch off that tree out there and it's about to go down. Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't have know. Patience, like, I, I don't either. And someone told me today, they were like, you have more patience than you think. And I was like, I, I get paid to be here. It's it's a different thing, and it's with adults. It's my not patience with children. can be bought. <laughs> yeah, my patience can definitely be bought, uh, and it it has been learned. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that I could have that with kids as well. I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. And it's my my body, my decision. Leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. You don't even like your kids that much. Like, you didn't even want them like that. and don't. Like, don't let the smooth taste fool you. Like, don't try to drink the Kool-Aid because those people are sad and upset and miserable. And they, some of them, not all of them. Some of y'all like your kids. I'm not going to drag all y'all into it. But some people don't like their kids. And they want you to, they want somebody to be able to relate to. They can't relate to you. And it goes back into why we hang out with other couples. It goes back into why we surround ourselves with people whose core values align with ours whose Mm -hmm. lifestyles to some extent align with ours so that way you're not in these groups with these radically different people yeah and then it's just always a conflict that's going on and someone's trying to get you to see something from their side or from their perspective which we and there's no way yeah and we can have um you know these debates uh, about different you know different views on things mm-hmm. and it be a healthy debate if we don't agree but something so fundal- fundamentally different uh it's hard for people to understand mm-hmm. that if you don't want kids and they love them mm-hmm. i don't know it's uh it's it's weird or they they think so much of their their identities are wrapped up in oh, their absolutely. children that, uh, and that's not even something that, from my experience, friends that I have, it's not even something they're always happy about. It's something that happens. Right. And 
you know, that kid gets to be a good five or six years old and they're just like, I don't know who I am anymore. Aside from being, if they're married, you know, a wife or a spouse or however, you know, whatever the terminology is that they like. And then a mom, you know, I'm a parent. I've got this person that's on me all the time. They need me all the time. Like they always need me. Their needs Mm -hmm. come first. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of forget about themselves in the process, especially if maybe the other partner is non-existent. If the other partner is not, uh, very participatory yeah, or engaged mm-hmm. yeah, with the child. And a lot of that goes on. And then that can show up in other ways throughout their family dynamic. It can build a lot of resentment right. toward the other partner that's not helping in as much as they want to. They were gung ho for making that baby. But now the baby's just like, that's your responsibility. Okay. I'm going to the gym and hanging out with my friends afterwards. Don't wait up. Bye. Mm-hmm. And then they're gone. And then you just sitting over here looking crazy in this house with these churn that y'all agreed to have, but you didn't have these conversations beforehand. And again, you know that the lesbians are all about communication. Like I kind of laugh and say like communication is foreplay, but how do you get to know another person regardless of what the dynamic is without that communication? Right. If you and your husband haven't sat down and had the conversation about, babe, this is what it is that I like. If we're going to grow a family, what are our roles going to be? Not even about just gender roles, but just our roles in partnership as parents and our co-parenting relationship. Mm -hmm. What is our involvement going to be like? Is it going to be very heavy on this? What does that mean about our work dynamic? Does that mean that you go to work and I'm here? And I feel like so much of that's missing because it's just like, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. We don't need to worry about the communication. Right. Or if they're super religious, God is going to take care of this because it's supposed to be God, my husband, you know, family. (laughs) And that's what it is that they think about. Right. But they don't think about trying to give it more definition to define it more, to figure out what's going to be the best dynamic for them. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's and it should be a lot. And absolutely, it's, again, it's a person. It is because it's not just eighteen years either. Like some no. people think. It, first of all, eighteen years—that's a long time. Lol. Second of all, it's not just that. Like you have your children forever, mm-hmm. forever until one of y'all die. You know, and like <laughs> I know that my sisters and I still call my mom on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like I talk to her at least two, three, sometimes four, five times a week, uh, just to, just to talk. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if I don't know how to do something, my initial response is, well, let me, let me call my mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me see if I, she'll, she'll know how to get this stain out. And I'm, a lot of times you're just like, why don't you just Google it? And I'm like, oh, you right. Mm -hmm. You right. Mm -hmm. So like, I know we still bother the heck out of her all the time uh with stupidity with advice with celebrations like the whole nine yards you know it's just uh it's not just a a a, uh an impulsive decision no to be made and uh I don't know I just don't I don't like the pressure that people put on me for that I don't like the judgment that's been associated with it Mm -hmm. And we are happy. Mm -hmm. I love our life. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. And uh, unless we're adding another puppy. And then (laughs) we're just, we are content with where we are. And why does that bother this person so much that they feel like they have to insert themselves into it? Mm -hmm. They're not a part of it. True. Yeah. I don't know. That's super awkward. I don't like it. It makes me really uncomfortable. 
And again, it just kind of feels like somebody else taking away your autonomy is yeah. somebody else taking away the agency to do with your body as you choose. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that you have an opinion here? Right. Would I be carrying your baby? Did you accidentally bump into me and I picked up your uterus by accident? Oh, I'm right. so sorry that you're concerned about this. You can have it back if you have mine. I'm so sorry. Right. Or even like, you know, if I had accidentally gotten pregnant, you know, early on in life, my ability to choose to either keep that child, place them for adoption, or even have an abortion. Like, mm-hmm. that's my decision. If I, you know, put it up for adoption, are you going to adopt it, person who's judging me? Mm-hmm. Okay. No? Okay. Shh. That's why it's so, Shh. so, so important to protect to protect these reproductive rights. Right. It's and so they important. just keep getting further, like stripped down further and further. Mm-hmm. And, you know, luckily we're not in that position. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but you could be if you were sexually assaulted. 100%. And there are other people that are in that position and it's important to speak for them too. Mm-hmm. They deserve to have the option mm-hmm. because it is their choice. Absolutely. Their body. Absolutely. I don't know. I just, uh. That's a, that's a, it's a hard subject and topic for me overall. Like, I just don't, you're it absolutely right. It doesn't feel difficult for me at all. It just feels like, shut up and mind your business. No, okay, so when I say a hard and difficult topic, I mean, like, it's, it shouldn't be anyone else's decision, period. Yeah, shut up and mind your business. Yeah. It's not difficult. The, the difficulty should only lie in the person's hands who has the decision to make. That's it. That, right. That's the only difficulty. That's right. it. Right. Exactly. Aside from that, shut up and mind your business. Yeah, exactly. And that's coming from somebody who has birthed a human. And that is a very, very happy human being. And I am so grateful for that human being's existence and their place in the world and what they represent and the person that I know that they will grow up to be because of the surroundings that this person is in. And... You know, I love that human being and I love that human being for who they are. And I would want that human being to have the right to choose what mm-hmm. that human being wanted to do and for that human being to have agency. Mm-hmm. So know. that we're not living in the fucking handmaid's tale for real. Mm. No, I don't like it. Mm-mm. Don't like it at all. But let us know how you guys feel about that. Like if you if anything has resonated with you about this discussion, Mm -hmm. like, are you a mom that had a baby? Are you somebody that is maybe in the South and maybe you got married and maybe you were a little young and maybe you thought that you were doing what you were supposed to do by having a kid or two or three and maybe your identity got lost somewhere along the way. Maybe that caused some friction and some distance between you and your spouse and it needs some definition again. Are you somebody who has elected to be child-free as well? And it just doesn't feel like it's for you? Are you somebody who's considering it and maybe this helped to kind of set light up a light bulb for you and you were like, wow, that's a perspective that I've never thought of before let us know we like to hear all of it either way we support you and your decisions absolutely about your own body i mean like um, okay like about your body yes but like please don't be bringing kids into the world 
for like don't be trying to like use babies to trap people Mm-mm. don't be trying to use don't don't use, it's a whole human please do not use a human being to try to forge a relationship or an attachment to another human being yeah they deserve more than that, that situation don't do that yeah don't do that yeah i don't support that shit no 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 but yeah like no. if you find yourself in a position and this has given you like a new light you're just like oh I, I've, I've fallen pregnant i'm with child my life has such meaning that's wonderful that's great if that's your experience and if you're like oh shit i'm pregnant and I'm like, girl you know that plan b will work up to 72 hours <laughs> after okay i'm just saying so, you know you can get it still like oh god so Walmart, walgreens it's like 50 bucks I'm just saying, up to 72 hours, like, you need to take it. You know what I'm saying? Put your feet up. Take you a long little weekend or whatever. You can cry about it. Ask your pharmacist. Right? <laughs> or even if you listened and you were like, I didn't realize I was doing that mm-hmm. before. Or the, uh, the, you know, impact that it could have. There's that word again, impact. The impact that it could have on the person that I was uh, speaking to you. All of that. Yeah. I All mean, it's, that. it's important. It's important. So it's important. yeah, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. All right, y'all. My wife's giving me these eyes like she's ready to go to sleep. So um, (laughs) I will go ahead and close us out here. Honeybees, thank you guys so much for your support. Like, we get so excited to see these numbers growing. Like, we're up to almost 300 downloads. What? Or y'all just being like, oh, my God, this made me laugh out loud at this place while I was doing this. It makes me so happy. Shout out to Tiff because she cracked me up talking about she can't listen to the podcast at the gym because it made her (laughs) laugh too hard. And she couldn't properly exercise. Hashtag gains. Hashtag her chicken legs are gone. She got like, she quadzilla now. Like, <laughs> we see you. That's all I'm saying. Like, we just gonna shout our girl out because Ooh. she out here getting swollen these streets. Um, and also Swole, she swole. can't listen to the podcast out in the streets because apparently we're embarrassing. It's your favorite moms, Allison and Tiffany. Um, (laughs) But thank you guys so much for all your support. We're so excited to see this grow. We love doing this. We love the conversations that come from it. um, The friendships that we forge because of it. And And the quality time we get together. Yeah. All of those things are good things. All right, guys. So please do not forget to like, comment, subscribe. If y'all are listening on iTunes, would you do me a favor and like do a review rate it so then that way more people can find the podcast share the link with a friend share it with them maybe there's somebody that you know something that you hear resonates with send it to them we are everywhere spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, uh podbean our website our website sweetesthoney.love um all of the places so just share it and again thank you all so much and we will see you guys next time bye, bye.